Happy National Hispanic Heritage Month. Ay, ay, ay. Woo, woo. It starts the 15th because us Latinas can never show up on time for anything. Never on time. Celebrate, blast some salsa, eat some salsa, and party like you're Hispanic. And welcome to the club. Welcome to another episode of Lower Your, your voice. voice. With your favorite Latinas here, let's just go ahead and remind everyone Genesis is a beautiful Cubana Americana. Hola, hola. And Alyssa is drop dead gorgeous. Okay. Puerto Rican American. Puerto Ricano. Woo! I don't speak oh. any Spanish, by the way. Está bien. Vamos a de. Yo no hablo español, pero yo entiendo un poquito. Un poquito. Un poquito. So I just say that. And then everybody thinks I speak Spanish. And then they stop. I also say this a lot. And it's honestly, it's a song that I learned from Spanish class, but I say it as language instead. So people think I'm speaking Spanish. I say, what is it? What dialect is that? Um, it's like a jumbled Felicia mess, but <laughs> yeah, but I say it like that and you, you think I'm speaking, right? I mean, I don't because I know <laughs> <laughs> I was actually asked, um, I'm like the token Spanish speaker at the office and I had to go on a client meeting that wasn't my client to talk about Spanish advertising. And how'd that go for you? I mean, it was fine. I, I just sat and I was like, see, <laughs> But yeah, token. I'm like the token Spanish person. I'm Good like, for okay. You. Good for so you. So yeah, happy, happy National Hispanic Heritage Month. We're excited. We are excited. And who knows if they're doing anything? Um, honestly, we didn't even know this was a thing until it uh, popped up on my calendar and we got very excited. And I felt know. the need to share it with everybody. Are that people? still playing? That was <laughs> the background. <laughs> Great song, by the way. Yeah, Seria Cruz. R.I.P. How was your how's your week? How was your weekend? My, I mean, I saw you, but how was the rest of your weekend? The rest of the weekend was good. So, you know, obviously we met up. We made some fun reels on Saturday. We had a really good time doing that. We're going to be posting them all throughout the week. So yeah. get ready for them. We do a lot of fun stuff. Um, I've been trying to get back into the gym. I rode my bicycle yesterday for an hour and a half. So I'm basically nice. a fitness model again. Yes. Fitness yes. Felicia. Please email loweryvoicepod at gmail.com for any of your business inquiries for my modeling. <laughs> for, fitness. Your, for fitness tips. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, honestly, I've been watching a lot of Lucifer on Netflix, which I know we've never talked about me watching that show. No. I didn't bring it up because it's an older show. Yeah, it is. So I felt like it wasn't relevant to discuss. But let me tell you something. I've, I've been watching it. I'm on the fifth season now. And finally, the two like important characters that have just had this like mislove connection the entire time finally do sex. And it was like, <laughs> finally, I was like losing it only my took mind. five seasons, five seasons, four episodes in. I was so invested in them doing sex. <laughs> doing sex. I was so happy when you it happened. You just wanted them to get together. 
So how many seasons is it? There's six seasons. So, okay, so it's almost over. Right. So that's kind of why I'm like pushing through. But I also really enjoy it because the main character, Lucifer, who's the devil, he speaks in a British accent and it's making me want to like practice my British accent more. Okay. Um, For what purpose? Well, you do know that I was stuck in a British accent for three months of my life at one point, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I didn't tell you this story. <laughs> How do you get true story? I will share it with you. It's it's a quick one. So my friend Jessica, so she used to be my roommate in Florida also and love her to death. The reason why we're best friends is because she's a crazy person like me. And one of the crazy things that she loves to do is just talk in weird accents and she's good at them. So she'll like jump from one accent to another one to another one. And when she moved down in with me, she just decided that she was going to talk in a British accent and you know, I'm like a chameleon as most people are. So like whatever I'm around, I start to absorb. Right. So it got to this point where we were only talking to each other in British accents and it was fun. We were having a great time. I started getting really good at it, which is funny because I like can't even do one now. But then I was doing it so much at home that it transitioned over to at work. <laughs> so now I'm at work doing a British accent. Were people so confused? Like, well, it wait, gets what? it gets crazier. This spider web of British accent. My coworkers start talking back to me in a British accent. I was running groups at the time at my treatment center. My patients started talking in a British accent. <laughs> like, did it start like making fun of you, and then it just yes, stuck? people. Yes, it's so contagious. It's so contagious. And then there was a point where I think Jessica just like switched to a Russian accent one day. She woke up and started being this like lady from Ukraine and I really wasn't good at the Russian accent. So the accents just died that day and I haven't tried to do one ever since. I just... For those of you that can't see us, because no one can, Genesis just banged her tooth against the microphone. <laughs> we're trying a new thing. We're sitting on the couch and we're holding our mics. Yeah. You know, the, the phrase motion creates emotion. So, yeah, we're and our backs were hurting us sitting on the, t- the table. <laughs> we're like, how can we make our podcast even lazier? I'm thinking about grabbing a blanket and just, <laughs> just laying <laying> down. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna be in the middle of a story, and I'm just gonna be like, <sighs> "Yeah, oh, sorry, that story just wasn't interesting." Oh, my, you know, but okay. So wait, going back to going back to these accents, I think this is a challenge we should try to bring back, like each in our own workplace, and see if it works. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we just start speaking. If I just start speaking in a British accent, will you get will you get in trouble by your supervisor? If like we're not supervised right now, technically oh. I am the supervisor. So then I dare you to talk in a British accent from nine to five. Okay, an entire day if you can do it. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can film. Are you it. even good at a British accent? Let's hear your British accent right now. Am I good at a British accent? <laughs> I need to open up. Do I have to talk to clients in a British accent? Because I'm on the phone all day talking to clients. Mm. I mean, if they're new clients, it might. <laughs> they won't know <laughs> until right? I stop speaking in a British accent. Hello, yeah. hello. Good morning. Top of the morning to you. Do you want to come in here and I'm going to show you how to use our program? Tea. Do you guys want oh, tea time? What part of London are you from? Oh, I live by that bridge that keeps on falling down. <laughs> I had to move here because yeah, the bridge. The, the damn bridge just kept falling down. That London bridge. <laughs> so I moved to America. 
Is it good? Am I convincing? I think I think you could do it. I think you could do it. I think I could do it. So that's Lucifer for you. <laughs> and you should watch it because it's really good. Currently watching the 9-11 turning point. Oh, you started it? I started it too. I thought it was like one episode and no. then we got into it and I was like, oh damn. It gets crazy. Like, what episode are you on? I'm I'm only on like one and a half. Okay. So I was going to say, I don't know if you're going to tell me everything. I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm on episode three. And I think it's just really interesting. Yeah. That so much was going on behind the scenes that we didn't know about. Yeah. I think I think that's good to talk about. So for people that are interested about starting it, yeah. to know that it's not just a 9-11 documentary as we Which is hard to watch. Yeah. 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 It goes into the whole war on terrorism and like how it truly began and like yeah. how we funded them essentially. And then they like turned on us and they did what they did. It's funny how history repeats itself. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a very interesting watch. And I think as um, I get older, I like to watch as many different types of things like this about what's happened in the past and kind of see how we can apply it and hopefully learn. Learning from our mistakes and the past. Yeah. But, you know, people people don't like to learn. Yeah. But it's really interesting. I think I'm, I'm excited to hear your take on it as you continue to watch it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. And then, I mean, we have American Crime Story. We need to talk about that and update everybody. Uh, I, so I rec- good. I recommend it. Yes. It's only, we're only one episode in. I was really concerned. The media will definitely portray only one side of the story. Right. But I think so far they are showing everybody's flaws. It's so juicy. There's things I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I think we talked about it too. Like we were younger when that all happened. Right. And so we didn't do our research. We were kids. So now being able to watch something like this or series style, like a show style. So it captures your attention. It's not like a boring documentary. It's really good. Yeah. Sarah Paulson is killing it in this, in this series. She is. So they used like a prosthetic face to make her look like Laura Tripp. Linda Tripp. Linda Tripp. Yeah. And she's really done a really good job with like the mannerisms, the facial expressions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I love Sarah Paulson. Hate her in this show because she's playing the character so well and I despise this character. Oh, yeah. And it's but the crazy thing is it's like not a character. Yeah. It's a real person. It's a real person. (laughs) It's and it's just interesting. And I think also now for so many years, you know, Monica Lewinsky was kind of labeled as like a whore and a wrecker. And now I can kind of even I think now even before watching this, but especially watching this, that it's exposing, right? And say a woman can't come in and be just the homewrecker. There's there's two to tango. And there were so many lies from everybody, but she was immediately labeled as the whore. Yep. And I think that that's, you know, I think we we definitely poked fun because, I mean, we're a comedy podcast at that episode when we were talking about like that harmonica, that harmonica, that harmonica, because it's funny. But then I'm like, oh, my God, can you imagine like 
being like for years you are considered the whore not that what she did was right by any means yeah but she got such a label on her and it created such a turmoil in the white house no less yeah and you're young and you're trying to like pursue and from what i can tell so far and how it's um and how it's being portrayed is like she was very young and then he was kind of like promising her this like love and life yeah but this could very much turn at any moment we shall see so another show that i wanted to ask you about um i'm sure you haven't watched it because we would have talked about it but are you familiar with this the d'amelio's docuseries that they're doing on hulu so i get served ads for them all the time but i have no idea who these people are they're tiktok stars and then one got in trouble because she threw a fit at the dinner table (laughs) that's my extent of my knowledge of of who these people are there are two sisters, Charlie and then the sister. I already forget her name, but Charlie's the most followed person on TikTok. And she also has a drink at Duncan. Yes, <laughs> she does. <laughs> Anthony tried to order it one time, but <laughs> she um, she's a young girl. She's literally 16 years old and she dances like she's a competitive dancer. She's from Connecticut, her whole family. Uh, and I guess like she started TikTok just like any other kid, just making silly videos, dancing. And she never intended to go viral. So fame hit her like overnight, especially because of like quarantine and all this good stuff. So now she's like a real deal tiktoker she's getting all these acting gigs and dance gigs and this and that and she made her whole family move to la to like you know pursue her career yeah capitalize on this like instant stardom that she has and her sister because she's so famous has also become famous she has like 54 million followers on tiktok but the poor girl gets all this heat because everybody hates on her and says the only reason that you're so famous on tiktok is because of your sister and that they don't think that she's actually like worthy of the fame mm-hmm. um, but she likes to sing and do music and people like whenever she releases something people like rip on her what I thought was really interesting was not so much like the show I don't care about like them per se but they're really showing the truth of like mental health the anxiety her sister's experiencing yeah. all the terrible things people say on social media and I appreciate that because it's like these girls didn't ask for this and now they have it and they're trying to like maneuver dealing with it so not that it's justified but when you're putting these videos out there is a chance that you're going to go viral like in no way do i think that hating on a 14 year old girl is okay but i mean if you're putting yourself on a platform and like doing these like viral videos right yeah like you are putting yourself out there i mean and it, but it just sucks that as a, as a human society that that's what we're doing is we're just trolling people yeah she's getting trolled hard and it's like upsetting for her specifically because yeah. it's like she's getting compared to her sister and they're saying that she would have never been anything if her sister hadn't become popular what i did see on the first episode was um vogue hired her to like do this follow video where they just like followed her all day long and mm-hmm. filmed her and they put it up on their youtube channel or whatever and somebody commented that she looked musty because she had just come from the gym and her hair was like a messy bun on top. And she like lost it that 
people are taking this one clip of her with the coffee and her hair all disgusting calling her a musty ass bitch <gasps> and she was like crying hysterically like shaking sobbing flipping out her parents are trying to console her um and she was just like devastated she's like i can't do anything like no. i literally just went to the gym that's why i looked like that like i'm a human being and people are out here calling me musty like you remember how we, you know we how, were at 19 years old do like, you know how musty we look right now <laughs> i look so musty right now <laughs> i look so musty hella musty first of all i would never put it into writing i would never be a keyboard troll have i talked crap about somebody like do you see what they're posting like yeah. that's dumb but exactly i just if i didn't want to see it i unfollowed yeah or so, I make fun of it in the privacy of my own home. So can I tell you, I have a personal experience with someone trolling me. Really? Yeah. So um, when I met Mike and Lauren the first time they came to my company and I yeah. took a picture with them, I think we posted it and or I posted it and Mike shared my picture. It was on Facebook. Okay. But Mike actually shared it. Right. So this troll saw the picture on his stuff and commented on it because of like the work pants I was wearing, like the way I, I was like crossing my legs. So it made like a crease in my crotch area that kind of like made it look a little baggier. Yeah. And the lady said, who is that she man in between you two or something like that? <gasps> Basically like tried to insinuate that I had a penis. No. And I was like really freaked out and upset. But like, thankfully, however he posted it, I was able to control the comment. So I was able to delete it. But I was like in my head for a while. Oh, God, I would be too. Yeah. But then I looked at pictures of this woman and I couldn't even believe that she had the audacity to say anything because she was a legit troll. Yeah. Okay. So those are always the ones. Yeah. But now I think it's funny. I have like a picture of her saved in my phone. I'm like, do you want (laughs) to see the lady that said I had a penis on the internet? (laughs) Like, bitch, you just jealous that you didn't get a selfie with them that's okay that's okay that's okay it's all you can you can take selfies with other people you can can say i have a wee wee all day it's all right you know why because i'm an adult i know who i am i know i don't have a wee wee and it's all gonna be all right it's all gonna be okay i just don't feel the need to just don't write it on the internet no and it's okay to have a thought like oh my god i'm gonna post this on this celebrity so they can see it yeah because not cool because my opinion is gonna make that much significance so i do have one last uh show to talk about and then we can move on because we've been talking a lot about this stuff for a while were you ever a dexter fan i am so excited about dexter and i watched it later than everybody else i was a late like dexter was it was to me as lucifer is to you like yeah. watching it after after, after everyone's been yeah, yeah it was the hype had already kind of calmed down a little bit it's so up your alley with like the true crime i but it's not love like it crime. and so now they're coming back and they're picking it right back up i, I i'm are you worried i'm worried what about how it's gonna be yeah I'm just so desperate for some. It's like a, you know, like a junkie trying to get their fix. Like, and I just, need, only I just one want season? some old Dexter. I think initially it's only supposed to be one, but I bet you we'll they're going to keep it received. going. Yeah, because it had such a cult following. I know. I'm yeah. actually kind of upset that I didn't watch it and follow Rewatch it, when it when it was popular. I'll totally rewatch. Oh, we don't have enough time to rewatch. I know there's something. a lot of it. We can re-watch, we can rewatch like the last season. I've watched Dexter so many times. I have all the seasons on DVD, and for like a while back in the day, I didn't have cable, 
And this was before streaming services existed. So I would just watch Dexter on repeat. Sex in the City was that for me. I had them on. I had all of them on DVDs. What's going on with the Sex and City? Uh, they're filming it. Oh, they are filming it. They're filming it. But no, Samantha. Didn't she like die anyway? She had like cancer. Did she survive? Yeah, she beat. She had breast cancer. She and she beat it. In the show. Yeah. I didn't mean like in real life. I was like, I thought they killed off her character. It's been so long. I can't No, remember. she didn't die, but I don't know how they're, I forgot. I think it was released how they're going to like write her out of it. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm I'm kind of like, I would love a, a series, you know, outside of a movie. Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm excited, but I'm disappointed. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I guess I feel kind of the same way about Dexter. Like I'm excited. I don't know how they're going to do. I think it'll be good. Did you watch the VMAs? I watched for two I've minutes so and I had no idea who anybody was. So I turned it off like the old grandma I am. They're all weird new people. I, I don't. don't it was either Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian and Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly making out or music. I had no idea who it was. Well, those four were the only people that I actually really knew or had slight interest in. And it's because they're older. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're so old. <laughs> you darn whippersnappers. I don't know who your Dewey Loopy is. Dewey Loopy. <laughs> Who's Dewey Loopy? <laughs> Speaking kidding. of too old, like we had talked about Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian in Italy and Scott Disick kind of like calling them out. Yes. Do we think they're a little bit too old to be like tonguing each other in public? I do. I don't know. There's something about them too. I'm really okay with them being all over each other and like being happy. Do not get me wrong. Courtney is no longer boring. Yeah. Now I support this relationship because <laughs> she was a little snooze fest. You know what it is? Um, I got fed on Facebook this five minute documentary about Travis Barker and like, love him. The plane crash. Yeah. And did you know that his kids were like flipping out before he got on the yeah. plane that day? You knew this. Yeah. You, well, I watched. I think I got that same video. It's like black and thing. white. No, it wasn't black and white. It was like they were asking him questions. And oh, then it was a different video because it also asked about how he met Courtney. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Travis Barker claims that his children were freaking out the day that he had to get on the plane and were like worried. They didn't want him to fly. Like everybody was like feeling like something was going to happen. He said he even called his dad or one of his parents and was like, something doesn't feel right. Like he even was like uncomfortable about the flight. And then sure as shit, it crashes and he almost dies. Yeah. And it's like nothing short of a miracle that he survived and that he was close with uh, Courtney from back in the day. They were neighbors. And there's just something very like angelic about the fact that they came together. Yeah. I I 100% support the relationship. I just think that seeing the tongues, it's yeah, it's a lot. I just like you're a little old for that. Well, they're at the VMAs. They're trying to be cool for the kids, you know, because kids watch MTV. Well, yeah, you know, 20s. And I didn't whatever. hate Megan Fox's outfit. I'm not going to hate she's on a, that. She's a whole snack. Right? Yeah. Damn. I was like, <laughs> damn, girl. Damn. Okay, can you answer the question for me about the black faces? Because Kim Petras, I don't even know who this is, but she also wore like a black face, and, but at the VMAs. And then obviously we know Kim wore full black condom suit to the Met Gala. But that Kim Petras or who, again, no idea who this is. Do you see the picture here? Yeah, but you know what that reminds me of? You remember from American Horror Story, the dominatrix yeah. That's what it looks like. The black leather suit, dude. Yeah. That's what I immediately thought was like, is she trying to be a dominatrix, but like in a baby doll dress? 
I don't know. I feel like so many people are doing that full mask thing on the face. It's got to be symbolic of something. Like, why is Kim wearing this stuff? Who was the guy with her at the, the Met Gala? She was with a guy? Yes. And he was all, and people were thinking it was Kanye. Okay. So I did a little bit of digging. Okay. I didn't, I didn't dig too far. Give me the scoop. So she posted a photo from the Met Gala and tags this guy. It's not Kanye West. Okay. But when you Go to his... I'm going to show you this. Okay. So she tags Dimanjazavalia. Okay. That's a mouthful. But look, zero posts, 127,000 followers. Yeah, just from her tag, I'm sure. Only following Kanye West, Balenciaga, and then BFRND, which I have no idea. So this person's only... is not even following Kim Kardashian, but is following Kanye West. So we have no idea who this person... who this mystery person is. Wait, when did Kanye come back to Instagram? He comes back and then he erases everything and then we'll post again and then he erases... So right now he has one post. So we think it's Kanye, but we're not sure. And why is she getting her makeup done if she was covered? Oh my God, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I also liked everybody like trying to... Like you wear to, an outfit like that because you don't want to get your shit done. I also liked everyone trying to like guide her around because she couldn't see. <laughs> and they're like, no, ma'am, this way, this way. No, this way. Well, there's a lot of news articles about her being brutally mocked for the all black bodysuit. Um, apparently four hours ago, she explained to ET Canada the meaning behind the 2021 outfit. The look echoed the form-hugging Balencia bodysuit she wore while supporting a strange husband, Kanye West, at the second listening event for his album, Donda. Both looks gave off quasi-bondage vibes. However, her outfit for the listening party had zippers over the eyes and mouth. So, I guess she's still trying to support his album and help promote it. She's been... There is one thing. Listen, as, as much as we don't understand what is going on like she has been teasing this look for a while i guess or it wraps into whatever kanye west is doing but like she did that outfit to the second listening party three days ago she had that full dominatrix outfit now this like she's committed to whatever statement she's, she's to committed say. to looking like a dementor from harry potter that's what she looks like i mean i don't get it but i'm not a do you, fashionista do you have you watched Harry Potter? Do you know what I'm talking about? I've been about? on the ride. Are you kidding me right now? I've never watched Harry Potter. <sighs> You're really upsetting me right now. I don't know if we can be friends. I watched Avatar. Oh, yes, that's right. I did it, guys. And I How liked you, it. You liked it? This is a picture of a Dementor real quick. Yes. That, that's yeah, Ken. that's on the ride at Universal. Oh, yes, it is. Okay, so what were your thoughts on Avatar? Amazing. It was very pretty. And it actually makes me sad because it's exactly how we live as a human race. It was beautiful, right? Yeah. It was beautifully tragic. It was beautifully tragic. And it wasn't too sci-fi. Yeah, because like I was worried that it was going to be like too sci-fi for me. And it wasn't. It was actually really good. At one moment in the movie, I thought <laughs> when he was a human and she like was holding him, I was like, is this how they're going to live the rest of their lives? She's just going <laughs> to cradle him. <laughs> But then he, he turned back into an avatar. I don't know. I The Met Gala um, loved some of the outfits. I'm going to criticize as if I am Anna Wintour herself. <laughs> as I'm sitting here in my hoodie and Lululemon leggings. Loved Billie Eilish. Did you see her gown? Her Oscar de la Renta gown? Billie Eilish. The theme was Americana or American. She was very much channeling Marilyn Monroe vibes. Who that? 
girl is. Wow. That is very unbilly Eilish esque. I know. Looking regal. I thought she looked great. Yeah, she looks good. She really can pull it off when she wants to. When she wants to. Megan Fox looked great. Megan Fox kind of reminds me of Selena in this outfit. Como la flor. Como la flor. I don't know the rest of the words. Oh, get it, girl. <laughs> that was, those were just sounds. Those aren't words. <laughs> Megan Fox looked great. Billie Eilish looked great. Um, Kendall Jenner looked great. She always looks so great. And she doesn't try to do too much. Hailey Bieber, great. Pretty much hated everybody else. (laughs) I hate to admit this. I couldn't pick Hailey Bieber out of a lineup. No idea what she looks like. I only know because I saw her in this outfit. And I thought she looked great. It's low key. Yeah, it's not crazy. This girl here is wearing a like confetti oompa loompa outfit. Who is see. this? I don't know, but I like that this caption says simplicity at the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah, right. She looks like a she looks like a freaking pinata. Like I want to pop her. Do we know what the what next year's theme is going to be? No. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. In crazy news, four will circle earth on first spacex private flight no trained astronauts like people are just like what are you doing tomorrow sweetie you want to go travel around the earth wow we're there tickets to space yeah isn't that crazy and spacex is um elon Elon musk Musk. yeah okay yeah i was gonna call him so for the first time in 60 years of human space flight a rocket is going to blast into orbit with no professional astronauts on board only four tourists Wow. Isn't that crazy? I hope it goes well. We know what happened the last time we let some like non astronauts go up there. Well, the last one was Jeff Bezos, but he, I guess they didn't really go to space, like all the way to space. No, they didn't go full orbit. They just went up and then they went down. It's a, And it's led by a 38-year-old entrepreneur who's bankrolling the entire trip. He's taking two sweepstakes winners with him, as, lo- as well as a healthcare worker who survived from childhood cancer. So this guy's foot in the bill for everybody. How much does something like this cost? I don't know. When he announced the flight in February, he pledged $100 million to St. Jude and aims to raise another $100 million in donations. I mean, what's good is they're like training them. Obviously, like you can't just like throw people up there and, and hope for the best. But that's crazy that that's that that's where we're at. I would imagine that you probably get a little seasick going up there. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, not seasick. Basic. I guess you would call Motion it. Motion sickness? Yeah. Yeah. Thought of going just like I'm getting like nauseous thinking about it. I can imagine feeling my stomach like stuck to my other organs behind it as like I'm getting sucked back. Yeah. Flying oh, you know what there. I want to do? Have you seen those like zero gravity places that you can go and just it feels like you're in space it is just zero gravity you're floating around yeah jen that's not possible what do you mean what do you mean what do i mean suck the gravity out like no it's like a chamber that yeah essentially like sucks the gravity out or not you can't really like suck gravity out but (laughs) it makes it zero gravity i don't believe you they have the float spas no, it's not a float spa. Provides weightless or microgravity environment for a duration of 5.18 seconds. This is accomplished by allowing the experiment vehicle to free fall in a vacuum. Hold on. You got to rewind. What are you what are you reading? 
I'm reading what a zero gravity chamber is. What? Where is there a zero gravity chamber? Are you making up stories over there? No, it's Google. Book the zero G experience now for $7,500 plus 5% tax per person. Each ticket includes your own zero G flight suit, zero G merchandise, re-gravitation celebration, and certificate of weightless completion. Photos and video of your unique experience. Look, look, look. That is crazy. Uh only $7,500. No big deal. That's five percent. No, but Look, somebody got married. Price, $205,000 <laughs> plus 5% tax. Maximum 24 passengers plus bride and groom couple. You get a photographer with 300 photos, a videographer with a 10-minute video, a weightless officiant... <laughs> Bridal bouquets and groom boutonnieres, customizable flight suit, and a champagne toast. How are they doing all of that while you're floating in the air? That's pretty crazy. If money wasn't an option, would you consider having a wedding like this? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure most people would. It's so bizarre. First of all, at my wedding, the photographer is already going to try to take candid photos of me, and I'm going to look like I'm in a zero gravity chamber. (laughs) Like I don't actually need to be in one. I don't actually need to be in one. My faces will, I promise you, will already be insane. All right. So we had some questions. Let's answer some questions. Answer some questions. You guys seem to like what we have to say, which is crazy. I love it. This was a good one. What's the stupidest thing you've ever done? The stupidest thing I've ever done, probably like in high school, like lying to my family about being at a friend's house sleeping over, but we were like at a party and drunk in a field somewhere. I feel like most of America's teenagers have this exact same story. Lord knows I have it. Yeah. I just think that (laughs) like that's probably I mean, there's probably stupider stuff that we're not going to talk about, but I have a good one for you. Okay, so. Okay, so one day I decide I'm going to do some spring cleaning in my room, right? And I'm going through my nightstand and I find a pack of these old, older vitamins from like GNC. And it was called like the women's ripped pack. And I immediately decide that it is the perfect time to take them all. Them uh, all? Yeah, you're supposed to take the whole pack. And half an hour later, I have the worst stomach ache of my life. They were like three years over expired. Oh, (laughs) my. And then I peed and it was like this crazy lime color. And I was so freaked out. (laughs) I'm dying. Oh, yeah, that was probably a really stupid thing. I mean, I've done so many stupid things. I know. I feel like I've done I've done a lot of stupid things. Yeah. Well, talking to people online that you didn't know that was really stupid. Oh, my goodness. ASL. I was so obsessed with chat rooms. I had many online boyfriends. Yes. That was really dumb. Yeah, stupid. And then like years later, dating apps came out. and We're just meeting these strangers online like it was normal. I never got to get into the dating app thing because Jeff and I started dating right when that became a thing. Mm -hmm. And I was on the first one that's not Tinder. It was called Hot or Not. But it was like the same thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? remember Hot or Not. Yeah. I was on it for two days. And I came into work to run group at IOP. 
And one of the clients raised their hand. He was like, Alyssa, how come you didn't swipe right for me last night? I saw you on Hot or Not. You're like, delete. I flipped out and I couldn't figure out how to like deactivate it. And I was like trying to call Hot or Not's corporate line to get myself off of the app. Corporate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's some like teenage boy like in his mother's basement. <laughs> Yeah. And I think I'm calling a fancy established business. What's the worst date you've ever been on? Ooh, the worst date I've ever been on was when I didn't know I was on a date. And then it turned out that I was. So there was this guy who used to work at the Express in the Boynton Mall. And my old roommate and I walked in there. We bought a bunch of clothes and he was styling me. So I thought he was gay. (laughs) I literally thought he was gay the entire time. He was just hitting on you. (laughs) He wasn't hitting. So my friend Jessica was like, she also thought he was gay. She's like, we love you. Can can you be our friend? That's how she is. She wants to be friends with everybody. Everybody, Yeah. Very open to like meeting new people, whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I want to be your friend. So he was like, what's your guys's phone number? We could hang out. Okay, it was the best day of his life. He took our phone numbers. I'm not sure why I decided to like partake in the phone number exchange, exchange but I did. And um, one day she was like, let's go out, text, blah, blah, blah. Don't remember his name. So she was like getting ready. So I texted him and he was like, oh, I can't go out, whatever. So then um, the next day he was hit me up like, hey, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And she wasn't home, but I was like, you know, feeling confident, like, yeah, I can make friends. I want a gay I'm, best friend. I, I'm, I can make friends. I can do this. And I was like, I'm actually just sitting here playing video games. Do you want to come over? And he was like, oh, my God, I'd love to come over. So he came over and he was like, looked a little confused that we were. I was actually playing video games. I was like playing like Super Mario <laughs> or something. And he starts playing. He's like, wait, I thought, it, I thought it was code word. You're really playing video games. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're sitting there and then we're like watching TV. And then all of a sudden he jumps on top of me and starts making out with me. And the whole thing nowhere out of nowhere. I didn't give him an inclination of I am attracted to you. I'm into this. I didn't do you a little just playing Mario Kart. I tap. I did nothing to to bring this on to me. And all of a sudden there is a man on top of me making out with me. And the whole time I'm like. But I thought he was gay. But I thought he was gay in my head. And um, then I didn't want to like be mean either. So I was just kind of like, whoa. And he was like, oh, that was, that was, should, that was so should, amazing. That was the best make out of my life. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, you need to go home. And then he texted me like every day. <sighs> I think eventually I told him like, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but I thought you were a gay. And I thought I was inviting you over to be like gay friends and I don't want to make out with you anymore. Yeah, it was bad. What about you? Worst date was beginning of online dating. I made my friends go with me and we go to the old Key Lime house. Mm. That's where I meet this guy. The guy showed up hammered. Oh, no. Like couldn't form a sentence hammered what did you do? And I was like, Oh my God. And like, you know me, like I'm, I'm actually like, I put on a front that I'm like a badass, but I'm not <laughs> like, I actually don't like being rude to people. And so I was like, okay. So I'm like sitting here and I was like, this is so uncomfortable. And he's talking so inappropriately about the female anatomy. Oh no, no, no. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I, 
text my friends who were sitting at another table. I said, you have to get me out of here. They walked up to the table. We're like, Genesis, oh my God, what are you doing here? We drove together. What are you doing here? I'm like, oh, come sit down. And he's talking to them. Can't even, and I use the word talking very loosely because he was just like, he's just mumbling the whole time. Then we texted our friend to call us and say that there was an accident and we had to leave. And so my the girl calls me and I'm like, hey, oh, no, I'm actually here with like Amanda and Ashley. What? Oh, my God. OK. All right. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. One of us will come pick you up. We're, we're going to head out right now. And I was like, I got to go. And I just left him. And he was he stayed at the bar hammered. And like we we went in the parking lot and like looked to see how long he was like going to sit there for. And he was taking more shots. And I was like, this guy. Oh, he stayed there all night. It w- that was <laughs> he was not even phased by the fact that you left. No, you probably could have left sooner. I probably could have left in the <laughs> middle of him talking yeah. and he would have no clue. He's like, oh, what am I here again? Oh, bar. Let me get a drink. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably like the worst. Like I was like, this is this is online dating. All right. You want to do a uh, would you rather? Yes. I really wanted to pick some like really serious ones for okay. this week. So. Genesis, Alyssa, would you rather go in the past and meet your ancestors or go in the future to meet your great, great grandchildren? Ancestors. Ancestors. Yeah. Elaborate, please. Uh, I've always just wanted to. And it's I think coming from a Spanish family, we we know like our great, great grandparents i i hung out with my third cousins like on a regular basis and talked to them but i think that we have a pretty rich history that i would love to know about and i'm more of a history buff than i am wanting to know what's going to happen in the future so i would love to meet my ancestors and just find out what life was like like in cuba before castro because obviously i could talk to like my grandparents about right like that but just you know such a different time period i'm i'm more of a history than i am future but wouldn't you wouldn't you be curious to know what your grandchild your great great grandchild looks like like not so much about the future time period mm-hmm. but like how your family has developed and cultivated with you gone i like, mean i think that th- that it's interesting but it doesn't make me as excited it doesn't about, tickle your fancy it doesn't much. tickle my fancy as much as knowing about my past yeah what about you so i mean i thought about this both ways definitely like i want to know about the past i think that's cool and not so much just like about the past but i'm curious to know like i did my ancestry 23 and me or whatever and it said i was like 10 percent black and that i had this and i had that and it's like so crazy I w- yeah i would be curious to know who was who yeah um but I also, just out of pure curiosity, would love to know, like, what my bloodline has become. Yeah. And, like, do they know who I am? Kind of a big deal. You know? I hope so. I hope that we make an impression <laughs> on our family that... And you think about it, like, I wasn't one to ask questions a lot as a kid. But today, like, I think about it. And I'm like, I don't know anything. Yes. That's what I mean. That's like, why it's it, so interesting It goes me. away so fast. Yeah. Like, grandmother, you're lucky if you know anything about your great-grandmother. Anything before that, it's like they didn't exist. They didn't happen. I didn't know my great-grandfather on my mom's side. 
I knew my great grandmother on my mom's side. I actually had this conversation with Brian's niece and I have the conversation with like my cousins and stuff like that of ask questions and enjoy it because when you lose like that grandparent or that great grandparent, you don't realize what you didn't ask or what you didn't do and spend time with. And so like, don't let it, don't take it for granted. So you think about it like back then, obviously there wasn't much to like self-record the history of your lives. Like there is today. Like any, they're going to look back at your selfies and they're going to know. Yeah. Like is our Facebook page still going to be up? You know what I mean? Like is my Instagram still going to be available or is it going to be MySpace and gone? I think, you know, MySpace, you try to find your MySpace. You can't find it. It's gone. There's good stuff on there. Did you ever do a live journal? I did. And I got in trouble. I wanted to find my live journal. I wrote way too many personal things in there. And my cousin was like, you shouldn't be writing things like that. Like, it's my journal. She's like, yeah, it's on the Internet. You (laughs) idiot. (laughs) That's my private journal. (laughs) Okay, Jen, would you rather work a high paying job that you hate or your dream job with only enough money for basic necessities? I think you also have to answer the question of what is your dream job? That's a really hard question because I don't think I necessarily like ever had a dream job. Never? Not even as a kid? What? Like I wanted to be a marine biologist? Like, yeah, sure. But I don't know. Part of me is like... uh, whatever. If I hate my job, I have a lot of money and I can go on vacations and forget about it. <laughs> or I can have well, a really nice house. Well, that's a valid point. And work from home and just do my nine to five. I mean, I'm going to sound really shallow, but I'm going to go with high paying job that I hate. I feels you. I feels you. But you hate your job. You hate it. Like you despise it. Like am I a high paying job, but I'm like cleaning disgusting soiled toilets or yeah let's say that like it's 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 like that it's that level of hate you hate your job so much you want to vomit every day but you get paid like a bazillion dollars to be there are you dealing with it maybe yeah i think i would actually go the opposite i think i would rather get paid to only pay my bills and have the job of my dream and the reason i say that is because there were times in my life where After paying my rent, I probably had like $30 to my name to survive till the next paycheck. And I was happier than a pig in shit. Yeah. Because I was having a grand old time in life and like the money just didn't matter to me, you know? Um, Granted, as an adult, there's more financial issues and burdens and like stressors. So you want to make more money, but nothing is worse than having to spend. We spend a majority of our life working. Yeah. But I I mean, is there a job that everybody loves going to every single day? No, definitely. Like, I love my job. I love my coworkers. But there are moments and there are maybe even a week where I'm like, I am a crazy person that I still do this. (laughs) Same, same. There are definitely weeks that I'm But overall, I'm like, I'm happy. And I've been doing marketing my entire life. And I enjoy what I'm doing. And I get to make money from it. But you like your job. If you didn't like your job and you had to do it every day, I'm not getting paid a bazillion dollars. If I'm getting paid, like if I'm talking like I'm a billionaire and I got to clean some toilets and I hate it, 
I'm a billion. I'm a cleaning toilets, but I'm on my yacht. I think you're just more resilient to things. Like cleaning toilets isn't something that you hate that much. I'm That's using a bad I example. Yeah, I guess I don't example. like. I don't know what it, what's a job like if you had to. What's a job that you would hate? Okay, here we go. It's gonna be a weird example. Your job. You're getting paid a, paid a bazillion dollars. You have to stand in a shopping store window butt naked for everyone to see you all day long. That's a job? I'm I'm just making it up right now. <laughs> I feel like it's something you wouldn't like to do. No, it's not. I would hate that. <laughs> I'm immediately Is it worth it. the money? <laughs> yeah. It's worth the money. Yeah. All right. How about this? You're standing there naked in the window. And somebody is licking your feet the entire time. Do you like the job? No. You're not doing it? No. See? We just had to find something to crack you. (laughs) I feel like you do this to me every time. I always have an answer and you're like, oh, yeah? What if it's this? Gotcha. You lied. Just I'm just calling you out. I'm just calling you out. You did it. I did it. You broke me. There are some things that are not worth money. I think that's the point we're trying to get at. And on the other side of that coin, there are some people out there that can't keep a damn job because they don't understand that sometimes jobs can be stressful. Yeah. I know people that just like quit their job. Like it's no big deal because it was just really mentally taxing on me. Like, bitch, do you not have bills? I'm going to go find myself. (laughs) (laughs) Look in the mirror. You're right there. Get to work. We told you we weren't here for motivation. Not at all. The opposite. So I think that was a good one. I got you thinking. I pushed you out of your comfort zone. Every time. You do this every time. (laughs) I feel like I have an answer. And then you make me second guess myself by the end of the episode. Well, I feel like those were some really good would you rathers. We'll see what next week brings to you. Get ready. Oh, God. Turn it up a notch. I'm excited. Well, guys, that's all we have for this week. Please be sure to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Lower Your Voice and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Lower Your Voice Pod. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. We gonna take it, gonna take it, gonna take it.